Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. There's this thing on. One, two, my check, one, two. All right. Man, this is our city. This is our city, man. We did it, man. It's unbelievable. I feel like Black Jesus. We've seen the story before. We've seen the story Welcome before. to the Athletic MBA Show. Monday through on the Athletic Podcast Network. Welcome to Party of Hit. No, let me stop by Zach. <laughs> let me stop by Zach impersonation. <laughs> <laughs> we need to keep that in. I do have a take. Let's open that with a joke. Uh, what do you call a cow on the floor? Anybody know? Ground beef. <laughs> That's it. Welcome to Point of Contention. Five subjects, five minutes, five points of contention coming up on the show. 76ers going to blow up 3 0. Sun saved. Luca playing jazz jaw to the rescue, and the Nets playing game. Today is April 28th. Happy National Superhero Day. I'm Super Zach. Jade Hoy is in the Batcave producing in this corner. The long meadow legend, the kingpin from Beantown, who calls it like he sees it and often calls it before he sees it and sometimes sees like he calls it. In his heyday, he liked the hot box because he always wanted all the smoke, and he is exactly, exactly. Omar from the wire was talking about when he said, Hey, yo, lesson here, babe. You come at the king, you best not miss. He's the one and only J King. Jay, how much is Twitter really worth? I gave you some time. Everything. But I love that intro so much. It's not worth as much as that intro for me. You could see him beaming with pride, <laughs> right? He feels so good about himself. Yeah. That's a great intro. Yeah. I, no, he, I, he immediately I, I, started I just, smiling. I was just smiling, yeah. waiting for, yeah. for the line about Marlo and Omar. Saying the line, Omar saying the line about me. Which do remind me to get up out of here. And in this corner, Bay Area legend, author of two books about the Warriors and one about dynasties, the 10 GOAT teams that changed the NBA forever. And this just in, folks, the future author of Rudy, how Gobert brought glory back to the Bay. It's the one and only Marcus Thompson. Marcus, where will Mike D'Antoni be coaching next season? Brooklyn or Philadelphia? The Illadale. He's going to resurrect James Harden's career after this disastrous mm. implosion when Doc Rivers mm. becomes the first coach in NBA history to give up a 3 0 lead. I feel like we're talking about a no hitter during a no hitter. We're talking about a yeah, perfect game during a perfect fact. game. Like it, it's facts. And when Beats so, about to drop 50. We're so close to it. Yeah, and Beats going to drop 50. James Harden's going to be 30 and 20. Tyrese Maxey's going to have 60. Like, it's just going to be a blowout in Toronto. They're going to crush the but Raptors' it might just lives. be the self-fulfilling prophecy. Like, 
Well, that's what that's what we're hoping for, Jay. We're hoping that is we're just trying not to like jinx it, you know? Like I don't really believe in jinxes, but this is one I want to make sure not to test. Just in case it's true. Yeah, just in case it's true. For most like, of his just, life, oh Zach is the dude that's going to sit next to the pitcher who hadn't allowed it out for seven innings. Hundred percent. He's going like, to go yeah, be like, yo, man, what, what are we night, doing? Yeah. Hey man, you think you're gonna get it out? <laughs> yeah. We've got Doc Doc Rivers already coming out and defending his three one series losses. Well, it's easy to use me as an example, uh, but I wish y'all would tell the whole story with me, all right? Um, my Orlando team is the HC. He's like, you know what? That Magic roster was terrible. <laughs> no one give me credit for getting up against the Pistons who won the title. Poor Pat Garrity, man. I, I dare you to go back and look at that roster, and you would say, what a hell of a coaching job. Really? I mean, um, the Clipper team that we lost 3-1. Chris Paul didn't play in the first two games and was playing on one leg. Um, and we didn't have home court. And then the last one, to me, is the one we blew. That's the one I said, we blew that. That was in the bubble. And anything can happen in the bubble. There's no home court. Game seven would have been in L.A. You know, um, but it just happens. Mm, we've got Embiid already pinning it on Doc. I've been saying all season <laughs> since he got here, you know, he just needs to be aggressive and he, he needs to be himself. Um, you know, that's you know, that's not really my job. Um, you know, that's probably on coach uh, to, you know, talk to him and tell him to, you know, take more shots. <laughs> well, guys, we fulfilled the banter and let's get to the issue at hand. Jade, start the clock. Take one. Three and oh, no. Fellas, in the world, nothing is certain except death, taxes, and Doc Rivers not being able to close out a playoff series. Yes, kids. Those are three things you can count on. And speaking of three, the Philadelphia 76ers are inching closer to blowing a 3-0 lead to the Raptors in their round one playoff series. Something that has never happened in the history of the NBA. Really? What once looked like a potential sweep is now an intriguing series as the Raptors beat the 76ers 103-88 in game five on Monday night. Their second straight win. What went wrong? Well, ask, was it Joel Embiid's thumb ligament tear? Perhaps the Doc Rivers curse? who has now lost seven of his last opportunities to close out a series as a coach. Really? Or maybe it's agent provocateur James Harden's plan to undermine Doc Rivers, purposely throwing the series to get Mike D'Antoni in as coach next year. Jay, play the tape. If things don't work out, Doc Rivers going to be gone. And Mike D'Antoni's going to be in there. Who wants Mike D'Antoni as the coach? We all know. Daryl Morey's one of them. James Harden's another. You were unhappy. You're talking about reports. I don't, I don't know about reports. Did you guys hear from me? That's, like, that's what I'm asking. All right, so um, I don't know about no reports. Footnote, Doc Rivers now has 31 losses in closeout games, the most in NBA history. There are no shortage of narratives in this one. Marcus, how confident are you that the 76ers will blow this first-round series and make history as the first team to do so? I don't know that they'll make history, but I consider... A game seven when you're up 3-0, blowing it. And they're going to blow it. Really? <laughs> this thing is going to get back home. And then Iverson and Meek Mill, they'll all show up. And it'll be lit. And, you know, mm. it'll be a lot. Yeah. Someone but we won't forget. We will not forget that that was a 3-0 series. And to me, if you get to a game seven on 3-0, you blew it, right? That, that's, that qualifies. So, and, and like you said before, I do feel like, and B is going to go out and drop 60 and make us all look like idiots, right? But 
Yeah. I, I, this is hope. Well, no, look, that thumb looks bad. This, this is thumb, hope, like he's Jay. wincing when he catches the, the ball. I'm hoping, bad. Jay. I want this to happen. I want Philly to lose game six because I want that game seven in Philadelphia. I'm oh, sure Philly man. will handle itself well if that happens. Like that that is a city that boos during a when the opponent goes on a 5-0 run when things are going extremely well. So if it gets to game seven, that home environment could be more hostile than anything the 76ers would run into. If in they Toronto. get down 10 early in a game seven, that crowd will turn on. Oh, them. the warm up like instantly. the day before the warm up <laughs> at every water cooler at every radio station. They're going to lose their mind the entire yeah. time between game six and seven will be like a for therapy sure. session <laughs> for the it entire so city of Philadelphia. How they're still up three two. Like they 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 still have another home game and people have decided like this is just going away from Harden's them. throwing this you know and B can't do it Doc can't it's coach Matisse's like yeah, this team yeah is, it's over yeah yeah Matisse <laughs> isn't vaccinated you know Tobias Harris makes too much money in My Philly thing sports is, you are guilty until proven innocent that's a hundred percent hundred percent and even then you know and these dudes have all been guilty in the past too and and that's yeah. what makes it even more majestic is it's like the perfect storm of doc who has blown all the three one leads and harden who's had his playoff history and Embiid, who's never gotten out of the second round and it's just like you throw it all in a pot and and oh man it's just beautiful it smells so good my feeling was that these characters should be able to have their proper goodbye, as it were. A franchise can only last for so long. On the Raptors side of it, you know, no Fred Van Vliet, or I think he's, doubt, he's listed as doubtful for, for game six, and he missed game five, and they and they won, right? They won, and, and you know, he, he left in game four, and, you know, I, I think this Raptors team can handle not not having him there but it's one less shooter you have it's one less steady hand with the basketball and it's asking a lot of these guys to again for even just forcing a game six when down 3-0 is asking a lot yeah but yeah yeah it is and and the thing about it too is like they've attacked philly in ways that just have has really disrupted philly and i think part of it is that Embiid is just really hurting like you can tell that yeah. dude is just feeling it every time he catches the ball every time he gets contact every time he tries to do anything so i respect him for playing through it but like all they have is six seven dudes and especially with van vliet out like all they have are guys that can guard harden and and harden is just not the same right now he's not the same mm-hmm. dude he's diminished and i think that's part of the reason why this is such a disaster in Philly right now. Like, forget this series right now. They got Harden to win a title right away. They got him to pay him a lot of money down the road. And he looks diminished. Never mind being good enough two, three years from now. Like, they're not close to good enough right now. So, it's it's bad. And Embiid, you could see him getting gassed in, in game five, rather. Like he just got blown by so many times in ways that I'm not used to seeing him be get blown by. Yeah, I think not having Fred, Fred Van Vliet like pushed him into the corner that that they're better at anyway, right? Like, you know, you move Scotty right. Barnes into the start lineup, that is hell. That's literal. Like, and now you got he's yeah. good. He's good. <laughs> now you got like Boucher, Thad, 
Precious. Mm-hmm. That's your three main guys coming off the bench. Like all dudes who literally live on toughness and defense. Thaddeus Young is 94 yep. years old and he's still in the league because he can do these two things, right? Like, and pass the ball, right? He like, dropped Joel Embiid. Yeah, he, he made he him touch the ground. Like, that's crazy. Oh, man. If, if, if the Raptors do win this series, that moment is going oh, to be. That's gonna be. Oh, that's going to be. But you know what's like, that's... if it comes down to toughness, Philly's a better team. But if it comes down to toughness, don't you feel better about Toronto? Like, if it comes down to, like, who's going to sheerly, like... I feel like Embiid's been very tough, right? Like, playing through this injury the way he has, he's been he's been good. He, he hasn't he need, been he Embiid, some people but he's with been him, good. He needs some people with him. I don't know, him. man. You you guys aren't giving, yeah. giving Corkmaz enough credit for his toughness. Yeah, no, we're not, actually. <laughs> All right, we're going to move on to take two. Uh, Mikhail Bridges over Troubled Water. I will lay me down. Bridges, 20 points in the second half. He was phenomenal. Defensively, here he goes! Out West, the Suns got a historic effort from Mikkel Bridges to take back control of their first round NBA playoff series with a 112-97 Game 5 victory over the Pelicans for a 3-2 lead in their first round series. Bridges had a night, 31 points, 12 of 17 from the field, four blocks and a steal. He was four of four from deep and finished the game with two emphatic dunks. Jade played the tape. Pocket pass. Hey! From the random stat you'd never heard of department, our favorite department here at Point of Contention, there have been just seven players in playoff history to have a 30-point game with four three-pointers and four blocks. They are LeBron James, Kevin Durant, Kawhi Leonard, Kobe Bryant, Dirk Nowitzki. Uh-oh, guess what day it is? Vince Carter. And now, of course, Mikael Bridges. Why else would I bring it up if he hadn't qualified for this? Defense was key in this victory, led by Bridges, who hounded both C.J. McCollum and Brandon Ingram. He should have been defensive player of the year. The Suns held the Pelicans to 40% shooting and five of 25 accuracy from three. Chris Paul added 21 points and 11 assists and got one giant kick in the nuts to Jose Alvarado. No call on the play, but social media critics are questioning if it was an intentional move by Paul. Hmm. He would never. Chris Paul also also kind of goaded into a, uh, into a another eight second violation by Jose Alvarado. Jay did Mikhail Bridges save the Suns. They were always going to win this series. The Pelicans are fun. The Pelicans are feisty. But the Suns have been on a mission all season. And I think part of the reason why they've been so good, part of the reason why they were able to thrive even without Chris Paul when he was hurt during the regular season, they have guys that are ready for more responsibilities but buy into the role that they have. And, you know, when when they're fully healthy, it's Chris Paul, it's Devin Booker doing most of the stuff. But Cam Johnson has a lot more game than he used to. They've got Mm -hmm. Bridges, who has a lot more game than he used to. Like Even campaign is ready for like some more responsibilities when they need it. Maybe too much responsibility. Maybe a little too ready. (laughs) But but they have guys who are totally bought into what they do on a night-to-night basis who can then give them a lot more when they're shorthanded. Eight and two, he's another one. Um, So I, I just think... As fun as the Pelicans are, as as great as it is to watch Alvarado like just stick with Chris Paul, ninety four feet. And Herb Jones. Like, oh. They had to play a second point guard with Chris Paul just to have another ball handler out there because Alvarado was giving him hell, and and that's fun to me. But but the Suns are just much better, even without Booker. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone. 
Luckily, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. To, to answer your question, Zach, I do think Bridges saved them. Like, he reminded them that they were the Suns, right? Uh, the the yeah. problem for New Orleans is their best bet is to keep the game close. But that's literally, mm-hmm. like, the best where Phoenix is at their best, right? So it's like, that game— Yeah, that, they're the best yeah, coach team like, in the league this that year. That game got closed down the stretch, and it was over, right? It was like Paul, Bridges, right, uh, uh, eight and dunk— you got to be perfect on the other end offensively because they're getting a bucket. Like, they're getting a bucket. It's just going to happen with Phoenix. Mm-hmm. So now you got to be perfect on offense, and Ingram wasn't, right? So, to me, that's what makes it difficult, but you got to be worried if you're the Suns, man. Like, look how hard Chris Paul has to work. Look yeah. how frustrated he's getting. Bridges saved them because he reminded them that they were the superior team. Like, his performance was like, look, dude, we got yeah. guys. We got guys. And if, it feels like sometimes Phoenix forgets that, right? And it's all Chris yeah. Paul fadeaways. But they got guys. I also think, like, he's capable of doing that more often. Bridges, right? absolutely. Like, I, I, Mikel Bridges, could, he could score at Villanova. Like, he was good. Absolutely. Like, he's he's got that to his game. He's just rarely asked to do that because you have Aiton and Booker and, and CP3. Like, low-key, he's really who, like, I jokingly to say Jay Crowder is right. <laughs> like he makes all of the shots. He doesn't miss. Right. right? Like yeah. Jay Crowder only hits the He's big not... ones, but well, sometimes, <laughs> but bridges is like that. That's an ongoing debate. Right? It's, it's, it's funny too. Conflicting reports on and, that. You one. know, it's funny. My first thought after that game, bridges goes off. He's 31, right? He had a wide open three that like just had no chance. It felt like I had no chance of missing. Then a two ducks. And my immediately mm-hmm. thought after his 31 points was he was robbed for defensive player of the year because a big score night proves he's defensive player of the yep. year. hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. I have a take that. I don't even know if it's a hot take, but I like you announcing you have a take instead of just saying the take. <laughs> On a show Alvarado, of takes, take. he's got a take. Alvarado <laughs> and Herb Jones could be the reason why the Suns don't win a title. And I don't mean that to say that the Pelicans are going to win this series. I mean that they are making Chris Paul work so hard that it's going to catch up to mm-hmm. him down the line. Like, no matter where he goes, it's just tough. And and he's able to fight through it. He he's he's a tough tough dude, but the the miles that he's put on because Booker got hurt and because those guys are just putting him through hell, he he's not the type of guy who's. We lose Jaden. Oh, yeah, looks like he's coming back. I don't know. I'm yeah. here. Hold on. That that Herb Jones dude, man, like. Where he come from? Straight jacket, <laughs> straight jacket. For the for the thirty fifth oh pick is crazy. Uh, yeah, like he's gonna be defensive player of the year. Can you guys hear me? Like he's 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 probably. You know, I know they don't like giving it to guards, but it feels like that seal is broken. And then you can argue like Bridges, but he's a wing dude. The way he yeah. blocks Herb's threes, a, it's, Herb's like a can you he guys can hear me? he can guard two through four like really easily. He'll probably even be able to guard ones on. pretty easily. No question. He's, he's man, good. he is really. Yeah. Like, Look, these a lot of these dudes are defensive player of the year in college, right? But it's like, come on, man. Like you're right. guarding seventeen yeah. passes in the pull up, right? But <laughs> <laughs> right. 
but no he's got like he's got the perfect tools in a league that's dominated on the perimeter hey, you guys hear me his mm -hmm. ability to contest threes without fouling is crazy like he's jumping to a point in the sky he's not like jumping to the shot release he's like right. he's not jumping yeah to the shoot. he's like yeah. yo i'm about to get i'm about to get to that ball like after it's out of your hand it's insane how he can yeah. do that which if he yeah. can do that yeah like how do you get around a dude with arms like that right like so imagine right. him like get some weight on him and some strength like he's gonna be a monster can you guys hear me and and to quote the judge in uh my cousin Vinny. You know, Celtics fans who are mad at us saying we think that Mikel Bridges got robbed. Uh, you know, you make very cogent arguments about Marcus Smart. That is a lucid, intelligent, well thought out objection. There's a lot of good evidence there. There's a lot. He's a very good player. Uh, Overruled. Overruled. I do not agree. <laughs> I think Mikel Bridges should be the defensive player. Oh, it's too late for Who cares? The winner of of Suns Pelicans will play the Jazz. Or the Mavs. I was about to say, oh man. Hold on. <laughs> Can you guys hear me? James, take three. Luca jazzed up. The Utah Jazz came into the first round series against the Mavericks as the heavy favorites. Remember that? Oh, those were the days. Luka Doncic hurt his ankle, missed the first three games, that calf injury. This is going to be a cakewalk for Utah, but the reeling Jazz now find themselves in a 3-2 Slovenian hole after getting destroyed 102-77 on Monday night in Dallas. Luka and the Mavs were aggressive early, and their defense stifled Utah throughout. Dallas blew the game wide open. In the third quarter, Luka scored 19 points as he dissected the Jazz and the Mavericks never looked back. Things got chippy in the fourth when a fracas broke out between Doncic and Hassan Whiteside. Dorian Finney-Smith was involved after a Ooh, dunk attempt. 5.33 remaining. Oh, it was a fracas. You kidding we me? Give you see that, that Dallas Mavericks fan stand up and start talking and then it got a little closer to him. He's like, hey, I'm not a part of this. You know, that was a fracas. That's how you know. Jade, play the tape. This doesn't seem to matter. Looked like Whiteside made a clean play. Doncic didn't appreciate perhaps the extra contact. Grant, I don't think there was anything malicious from Whiteside. We'll have to look at the replay. I agree. I thought it was a clean play. At least from the angle where we were. I think it was a bad play. They got a little tangled up and a little pushing and shoving. It was a little bit of an arm tangle. A lot of pushing. Heat of the moment. I don't. I didn't see anything there. I never meant Heat to the be moment. so bad I, I didn't to see you. anything there. One thing I said that I would never do. A lot of pushing. A look from you and I would fall from grace. There's a little bit of an arm tangle. And that would wipe the smile right from my face. Pushing and shoving. Heat of the moment. I, I didn't see anything there. We young, and we would scream together songs unsung. It was the heat of the moment. I didn't see anything there. Meanwhile, 
Many wonder if Donovan Mitchell will be available for game six as he limped off the court after his hamstring tightened up late in the blowout loss. Now, for those not paying attention, the Jazz ended the season in a bit of disarray when they had a five-game losing streak. And rumors of dissent between Mitchell and Rudy Gobert were stirring yet again. Teammates each other. To accentuate the point, head coach Quinn Snyder went on a rambling 20-minute rant defending his two players, seemingly responding to rumors on Twitter. I guess, I don't know, who the fuck knows what he was talking about. Jay, play the tape. Built from the ground up um, and was something that I, 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 of course, put a lot of, my, as you do with all characters, but you put a lot of yourself into the character, so, and also having worked on these films with these people and having added much of myself, much of my own uh, um, rewriting of the dialogue and scenes and the jokes and whatever they are. Marcus, can we put a fork in this jazz Dumpster fire once and for all tonight. Not until on this show we talk about the game-winning pass Donovan Mitchell made to Rudy Gobert to shut you up about the passing. <laughs> shut Fuck me the up. talk. <laughs> Fuck the talk. Told you. Let's see what we're talking about in the second round. They sit at the same table when they eat sometimes. You know, we don't... You know, I don't know if they ride to practice together. Probably not. I, I told you they. I told you they passed to see each if other. Jalen Brunson is carving up DeAndre. I told you they sat right, next see to that. each other. I, 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 <laughs> look, I, I think they're done. Three years of not yeah, passing right. to him just, just to set up that, that one, one play. Oh, oh, it's Dallas was so surprised. It was like Rudy's cut to. The... They had. They never <laughs> thought that pass was coming. Here's the problem they have. Uh, they can't score. They just can't score with Dallas. They're the number one ranked offense. Not in the with league. Dallas. They cannot score. But they can't even cr- come close. It's unbelievable. I mean, they, to be fair, they missed. They missed a lot of well, like, the shots part where you're confident, right? Hit. If you're if you're Jazz, you're thinking Bogdanovich is not missing those again, right? Like he's there. Right. He he went. He's he the one at over nine, yeah. right? Like that's that's crazy. Yeah. But even still, you you need Conley. You need Bogey. You need Donovan. You need Jordan Clark. Like, mm-hmm. these dudes are, like, Dallas is just chucking threes from everywhere. They're just driving and chucking. It's Luka, it's Jalen putting all kind of pressure, and Dorian and Reggie just chucking and, and making them. Like, do you need that Jalen Brunson three from the corner? Like, where did he even get that from? That's a, It was like, they're just crushing these dudes, and they're, they're, they're toying yeah. with Rudy. They have to figure out a way to outscore Dallas. They can't. That's mm-hmm. not even possible, really, I don't think. I'm, I'm just sad. I'm sad. I'm sad because this Jazz team played beautiful basketball just last season. Like, uh-huh. yeah, they great, played huh? beautiful basketball even early this season. Yeah. And, and then just, basketball is jazz just was totally just imploded. right in team form. It was they great. Just yeah. Totally imploded. They stink to watch. Yeah. They stink to watch. They're not fun to watch. That's a great point. They're not fun to they watch. Got, it's not that they're losing like spectacular fashion. Like they're just they not got fun. Donovan forcing stuff when he shouldn't. They've got every single person on their team getting blown by. They've got guys refusing to make rotations that they obviously should. And. It's just, it's time. It's time for them to nah, be. Nah, it's been time, buddy. <laughs> to be wiped, wiped yeah. off the NBA Earth forever, 
Dude. Remember fondly the those months when people were wondering if they could win a title last season. Mm. But that's about all we'll remember fondly. Hey, in a of, game of five. Guys. In a game five where everything is on the line. They're they like they're they're fighting for every like their entire reputation. They could not get more than twenty-two points in a quarter. 18, 18, 19, 22. When the 22 was when the game was over. Like, you can't <laughs> mm-hmm. get 20 points. In the now, to be fair, the Mavericks last year up 3-2 on the Clippers. And they shit the bed offensively in game six. And they shit the bed defensively in game seven. Now, that's a different coach. It's a little bit different. And that defense you know, Tweaks different. here and there. That defense And the Clippers are definitely different than the Jazz. But... You know, and Donovan's hamstring. They were literally just yeah. in this position last year. Yeah, Donovan's hamstring. That's a big problem. You know, the Mavericks defense right, yeah, just has been... like crap all over him. I'm trying to be a Mr. Brightside for this Jazz team. You guys just won't won't let the sun hey, come I out. I got a bright side for you. Hassan Whiteside was like about that smoke. I ain't never seen a dude push a guy twice in one thing, and he got two yeah. checks for it. Like since when did they become like the 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 prison complex? It was like you you rob a dude and he got two watches and you get a year for every watch. That's not how it should work. Like that was. One action. Why do you get two texts for one you action? You watches in prison? No, you rob. You know, you rob a dude, and the judge is like, "I'm giving you a oh, year for you, every watch." You, it's like, you. "I'm giving yeah, you a check for every watch push." Got, yeah. Like, come on, that was oh, all like one issue of smoke. Watches in prison. I was like, you know, like, come on, man. That was man. That was that was unf- that was cruel and unusual punishment. Two texts for two pushes. That's wild. That was mm-hmm. all one fit. That should be one fracas. It was one fracas. That was the real deal, though. Mavs are the real deal. If they get Luca back to a hundred percent, which I don't think he is yet, that team that team <laughs> oh, has a chance. What a thought. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. You know, their defense that is a, their defense is, is really good this year. And and when yeah. you combine that with Luca and all the stuff he does and Jalen Brunson attacking you off the bounce and like that that team has a chance, man. I just hope Devin Booker's back in time. For so we can get. A I good want to series. see full squad yeah. for both teams. Yeah. Series, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Right. Take four. You gotta be just kidding me. And now two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream Direct TV satellite free. Hey Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get Direct TV. What's little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream Direct TV over the internet now. Oh sure. Next you're gonna tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream Direct TV without a satellite dish. Call one eight hundred Direct TV. Terms or restrictions apply. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Call 1-800-DIRECTV. Claim based on total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. Terms or restrictions apply. Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. Hey! 
Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus in Memphis, the birthplace of rock and roll, the Grizzlies took a 3-2 lead over the Timberwolves thanks to a John Morant layup in the closing seconds of regulation on Tuesday night. The NBA's most improved player, hands down, secured the game-winning bucket right before the buzzer to send the crowd into a frenzy. Taylor Jenkins lost his shit celebrating that game and put Memphis one win away from a berth in the Western Conference semifinals. Jade played the tape. Brooks toss it. Morant drives. Morant. Oh, it's good. One second left. John Morant with the bucket. One to lose. Ja, who caught fire in the fourth, finished with 30 points, 13 rebounds, nine assists, and three steals. His late-game heroics stole the spotlight from Anthony Edwards, who tied the game at 109 with an amazing corner three. Jade played that tape. Get it in for Towns. Back from McLaughlin. The bounce to the outside. The jumper. Good! It's Edwards! Grizzlies were down 11 midway through the fourth, but Morant scored 18 points, ignited his team as the Grizz roared back for their second big comeback of the series. Asked to walk reporters through the possession that gave Memphis a 3-2 lead in the series, Morant kept it simple. Go get a bucket, Ja, he said. Jade, tape me. Ja, I mean, you and the team were both struggling for a lot in the first three quarters of the game. That dunk at the end of the third seemed to change the weather for everybody. What? How do you explain how drastically your own game changed after that dunk? I mean, I really wasn't excited about the dunk. It was over a guard. Um, That's pretty easy. So, um, definitely, you know, ignited the crowd, you know, gave us some energy. And, you know, from then on, I was pretty much just being very aggressive. Um, I'm not going to speak on what else sparked me. It's just a lot of floor spacing. Um, You know, guys who can knock down the three ball able to, you know, get out and run, you know, once we rebound, um, you know, playing alongside Tyus, uh, you know, take some of the, uh, you know, ball handling pressure off me and, you know, you have another great point guard who can make plays for everybody and you know, also score for himself. Uh, you know, it's big time. We had a lot of guys came in and contributed big time for us and, you know, helped us, you know, come back and get a win. Yeah. Uh, Pat Bev the too small thing late in the game. Did you notice that? And did yeah. You, does that... You see what I did the next play? Uh, yeah. All I think right. it like 13 after that. Is that no it coincidence? Don't, it don't bother me, bro. Yeah. Um, I mean, you, if we have what we want, pretty much, um, obviously you got to be better on ball, but, you know, after that, uh, 
I came back, did the same thing after my bucket. So, and can, and it's nothing with us that people are trying to make it like a matchup. Or that. It's not that. You can know. you take us through the last play? The, Go get a bucket, Ja. Can you take us through the last play? Go, go get a bucket, Joe. Go get a bucket, Joe. Go get a bucket, Joe. Jay, did this win seal the deal for the Grizz? Or are we heading to game seven? This, anything could happen in this series. This, this, this series cracks me up, man. Like, it is really like, like a, two high school teams going at each other. They don't really know what they're doing, but they just have a ton of talent. And... And you never know when they're going to totally girls screw in the crowd, up. Huh? Like this crowd of amino, amino, <laughs> amino Hassan described it as two 19-year-olds having sex for the first time. <laughs> like this is that's, that's basically what this is. And, and it is utter chaos. Like, you've got two teams totally willing to just fling shots at the rim, totally willing to, to make dumb passes, and then doing stuff that you've never seen before. John Morant out of nowhere just cocks his arm back, however many degrees, and slams down one of the oh one God. of the best dunks. I counted like Anthony, it was fifty. Eagle called it a called it a, a job. Anthony breaker. Edwards does stuff. You're, Great call. you're just like wow. And and then you've got D'Angelo Russell like just pulling up for shots that nobody has any business taking. Oh my and God! Like the Anthony Edwards on the final possession of the game. Against a guy that all you have to do is force him to shoot. Like everyone knows, just force Ja to shoot. You got a seventy percent chance. Jumper. You got a seventy percent chance of going yeah. overtime. And Anthony Edwards admitted after the game, he's like, "I decided I was going for the steal before before the play. No happened. matter no what, matter what. I mean, you can't like you can't write this stuff, yo. Like <laughs> no matter what, the audacity to say it like that. It's why you love him, but it's good also why. Yeah. yeah, good for him. Yeah, and you could tell like he totally abandoned the game plan and it's, just said, "Ja, here you go. There's course. the paint. I know that's where you want to yeah. go, but like, go ahead." I must admit, Jay, when D'Lo got the ball and he and ISO, I was thinking run some action. But I felt like, you know what? D'Lo's been in this moment before, right? He's been in a play. He's experienced. He has been He's surprisingly vet. clutch this and year. And I was like, yeah. all right, D- you know what? Go- cook him, D'Lo. Cook- Go get him, D'Lo. <laughs> he did- how Just do you how do you not hit the like this dude hit the opposite oh side of the room? It's like, are you? That's tough to do. I mean, it reminded me of how the Warriors had him for like a month, and then we're like, yeah, nah. Nah. Yeah, what if we get this draft pick again? Like, <laughs> it's like, come on, D-Lo. It's, yeah, this this is the most slapstick series. This is like, this is like a Martin show, right? Like, where it's hilarious, mm-hmm. but but because it's funny, you know what I'm saying? Like, not <laughs> not because the lines are great, but because it's hella slapsticky. They're so good, yeah. and there's so much talent on the floor. But even the talent. Is why like cat just sometimes I don't know what cat is doing. Like why is cat pressing? The, why is cat guarding? Why is his voice deeper? Why yeah, is right? his voice deeper? Why is he guarding Kyle Anderson out 
out by the three-point line why, with the game on the line. Why is Jaron Jackson jumping on people's backs when he's already in foul trouble? Oh, my trouble? God, Jaron, just put a hand up. You don't have to jump on people anymore. And he keeps pulling his hair out like he don't know what's going on. Like, dude, you're fouling people. That's he's, like, grabbing his hair. I don't yeah, know he's, like, do. jumping all over him. He's like, what foul? What are we doing I don't here? know what they're doing. They just keep doing stuff. The, the Timberwolves, <laughs> The Timberwolves had Dylan Brooks on Carl Towns down the stretch, and we're like, for like four nah, minutes. Let's get it to Ant. Let's get it to D'Lo, and let's let's yeah. let them cook. Let's, let's go to Pat Beverly. <laughs> like, yeah. What? Pat Bev did go ISO with with Cat on Dylan Brooks. He missed yeah. the first. He made the second one and started doing the two little. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. Jo- yep. And the jock scored on D'Lo. It was, did the you're even smaller kind of thing. Like it was. Oh my god. It was. And then they, right. and then like, they leave oh, for high school teams. Jared Vanderbilt like to man the paint by himself. Like it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's a good he's a defender. Great, he's not a rim protector, right? He's yeah. like, hey man, go, go stop that job. Like, after it. he saw what oh, happened so to Malik. <laughs> You mentioned, yeah, right. <laughs> that's, that's kind of messed up. You mentioned, uh, you mentioned Martin, the show. Cole, underrated all time comedic actor. Oh, for sure. Comedic character. For sure. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Absolutely. Fantastic. For sure. Yeah. He was uh, incredible. All right. This series is great. I, look, Minnesota should have won this series by now. Just think about that. Like, obviously, yeah, I mean, that's something you could take into the offseason, right? Like, obviously, this is all complete inexperience. Sure. It's just like, but they they can look at the series and like, yo, we should have won this. Here's the the one problem, though. They're so hung up on the refs. I don't know if they'll have that. Yeah. And hung up on. They're not the only one. They're not. They're not. Yeah, they gotta stop. They're not that. the only ones who are hung up on the refs this offseason or this postseason, but yeah, I I feel like that's coloring how they how they view. I don't it. know whether I'm more impressed by the Wolves or just disappointed in them. Like that, that's how I am. Yeah, no, after, the, answer, the answer is always yeah. yes. <laughs> it's always yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right, take five. Nets choke or Celtics yoke? Fallout continued to pour out out of every single media crevice this week as pundits, analysts, and talking heads alike tried to explain the jaw-dropping Celtics 4-0 sweep of the Brooklyn Nets. Expected to be a force, the Nets turned out to be a farce. In the end, we learned that basketball is still a team sport. Who knew? But what do we make all this? Where does the blame lie? Are we not giving Boston enough credit? Are the Nets not who we thought they were? Can Steve Nash coach? Was it Kyrie's fault? Is KD hiding behind Kyrie? What the fuck happened to Ben Simmons? And does it even matter? These guys are all millionaires throwing balls in the hoops. Marcus, play God here for me, okay? Who thou shalt repent for the Nets' loss to the Celtics? Ime Udoka. Ime Udoka should repent for not showing any mercy to the Brooklyn Mm. Nets. Right. Yeah. Every you know what was so bad was they let them get close enough to think they were gonna win. And then all of a sudden they locked in on defense and hit yeah, every clutch shot. That we're not talking enough about how good Boston is. Boston can well, win right, a championship, me, yo. Like, for sure. Let me just say this though. A lot I've seen that a lot. Okay. I saw that a lot today of like, why are we talking about the Nets collapse to the Celtics? Because the Celtics are alive and the Nets are dead. 
That's why. You talk about you talk the dead about body the and then no, you no, move on to the No, no, we definitely should talk yes. about the Nets because we've been talking about them all year and there's no point in stopping now when they get swept out of the first round. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> that's not, we have plenty of time to talk about how great the Celtics are. But I, yeah. but I do think part of it is that Boston's really good. Like, it was a terrible matchup. I don't know that they mm-hmm. would get swept if it was the Bucks, right? I don't know if they had another team. They are just so... Such a bad matchup for the Nets. They they have an answer for the yeah. two things the Nets have. They literally have an answer. And even if 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 it's not Tatum, like we saw Tatum and 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 Franz keep KD down, but then he didn't keep KD down, and they just matched him bucket for bucket. Mm-hmm. Like Boston is really good. And if you put this in the context of where they were and what happened last year, like you know, when they like this this team is where they were early November, early, exactly, man. Right? Early, yeah, early, early no, no, no. middle of January, middle of January. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I guess yeah, it's, I guess middle of January. <laughs> to me, that was pro- that was as impressive as the Nets implosion. This is the crazy part. It's actually yeah. both. The Celtics were great, right. and the Nets imploded. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's yeah. kind of both what happened. Uh, no, but the, the Celtics, man, they the, might win the, the title, bro. I don't know what the Celtics laid out. The Celtics laid out all the explosive, poured all the gasoline, got all the all the you know wires ready and everything, and went over there with the lighter. And the Nets were like, "Oh, we got this for it. We'll light it. We'll <laughs> light it here. We'll even like, we'll push the puncher for you. Let us have the honor. Let us have the honor. Yes, please allow us. You guys have so many other teams you can blow up in this postseason. Let us do I it. I do wonder how differently that series would have gone if the Celt- the last possession had gone any other way. Like Celtics lose that game, game one. Yeah, yeah. 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 Celtics lose that game. Then all of a sudden, there's so much pressure going against Durant, and you're down, losing losing yeah. home court against Durant, and and then old demons could have come into play, like the the sure. way the Celtics closed games or didn't close games earlier in the season. Yeah, think about the think about this, Jay. If Marcus Smart forces a shot there and misses instead of hitting him with the pass, then it's like, hey, I thought you said we need to move the ball in crunch time exactly. all this shit, right? Like like that that pops up that for pops sure. Yeah, up, but instead it became like okay. The last three months of the regular season were real. Like Jason yeah. Tatum, he really played at like an MVP level over the last three months of the regular season. Continued to do mm-hmm. it even against Durant. The, the defensive job he did against Durant was crazy. Like almost nobody blocks Durant's shot. He did it twice and came an inch away from doing it a third time. Fouled him. Mm-hmm. Um, but then they just have so many other guys who can guard Durant too. How many teams have Grant Williams to throw at him and Al Horford who can switch against just about anybody. Al Horford was great against Jalen Brown. He was Marcus Smart. And it's like... They could go Robert Williams too if he was healthy. Like, they could get Mm -hmm. out there on him. Yeah, and he got back on the court in that series to like get those minutes under his belt. Like, yeah. And so the defense, there were 10 10 minutes of clutch time in that series. And the Celtics held the Nets to four for 13 shooting during that time. But see, that like, to just me totally is the clamped. difference. That's the difference between a team that's been through it, that's went home with L's, that's heard all the talk, that mm. fought in the locker room, that had the real conversations. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, the reason Marcus Smart didn't take that shot is because he's taken that shot before. And where it's like a matrix when he's like, you've been down that road before, Neo. You don't, like, don't want to <laughs> yeah. go down there. Right? <laughs> you don't want that one. Right? You don't you know what I'm so to me, that's the difference. Yeah. The Nets haven't been through that. But here's what's crazy, right? My Milwaukee ducked the Nets and gave up home court, and, and now Boston gets to open 
the next round at home. This is perfectly set up for them mm-hmm. coming yeah. off sweeping the and, next, and they'll be rested. Probably no Chris Middleton, you know, at least to start that series, yeah. unless some miracle happens. Like that, Nets are in a. I mean, the Celtics are in a, a great, great position because they just dispatched the Nets right away. Didn't didn't mess right. You're right. Like if that game one goes differently into game one, yeah, you might you might. I don't know. Maybe the Celtics still win that series. But we don't feel we don't feel like oh yeah this is definitely a, a title contender. And, and you look around right? the rest of the East, it's not just Milwaukee. It's Miami with Jimmy Butler dealing with whatever he's dealing with that, that forced yeah. him out of the last game. Kyle Lowry, Kyle Lowry. You've got yeah. Philly imploding, Although, and Embiid's hurt. Matt and Harden's not the same. Max Struess. Don't don't count out Max Struess. Don't Struce, count out man. Victor Oladipo. Man, where, where did that Bill come Struzel. from? Yo, Bill Struzel. Out here, man. Well, I think we, I don't, I wouldn't come tell on. Yeah. The spirit <laughs> of the matha. <laughs> <laughs> he out here. He can, he can get through anything, baby. He could get through anything. Yeah. I just want, look, he might contribute. I just wouldn't be counting on Victor Oladipo to contribute. That's asking a lot out of that body after the last three I don't years. know what the but, king of Longfellow's going to do this June. Oh, man. You better cancel those. Those plans you had to well, whatever you were going to do. Is it Longfellow like, or Long Meadow? Did you just that? make it? I was like, who the hell is he talking about? Yeah. The King of Longfellow. Long Meadow, baby. Long Meadow Mass. Uh, hey, hey. Uh, all right. My the, bad. No, go for it. We'll accept your apology. No, I'm saying my bad for that's, Longfellow. That's just it? Yeah, I was saying my bad, my bad for Longfellow. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. That's going to do it from. What the fuck is that place in? Westeros? Westeros? I don't know. Wherever, <laughs> some location you nerds know from those books and that TV show. That's going to do it for this week's Point of Contention. Don't forget to subscribe to all the shows on the Athletic Podcast Network. We got all the, all the Team Squad uh, podcasts, Warriors Plus Minus, anything is potable, down to dunks. Uh, Glue Guys, Sixers Beat, Forum Club, Game Notes. Don't forget no dunks. Don't forget Michelle Beadle's podcast, What Did I Miss with Michelle Beadle? For Jay King, for Marcus Thompson, for Jade Hoy, I'm Zach Harper. See you next time and keep it locked. The Athletic. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.